Welcome to Motor Cult episode 57, the Halloween special. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by Ryan Sednitsky. The Halloween spooktacular. Spooktacular special. We also have Jana. Hello. And Corey. It's Jana's favorite holiday. It is. Which is great. Anyway, beer. Yes. Um, uh, Ryan's drinking a, a Pepsi beer. Yes. I'm drinking a silver bullet in a very unorthodox container, which is a... Uh, Michael's 128-ounce wine glass, as you can see on the video stream. It's very fine. Uh, Corey's drinking a Warsteiner Oktoberfest. Jim's drinking a Sodi Pop. Yep. All right, let's, let's move right into the first article here. Yes. And I'm going to let Jana start this one, actually, because it's best hearses. <laughs> but I'll pull up your link first, because I think yes. it's better than mine. Um, so I found this... I, I'm a avid member of Obscure Cars for Sale on Facebook. Oh, my. And I saw this pop up a couple months ago, and it has not left my mind. It is a 1982 Airstream party bus slash funeral coach. Um, it gets, uh, there was uh, only 32 made from 1981 to 19. 19- 91. Um, That's this, a hell of a run. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a 1982. It is said to make a 10 to 12 MPG. That's pretty it good. fits uh, 14 people. Um, it has enough space for a casket and uh, 20 flower arrangements. A side loading casket. Yeah. Oh. In, in a, so you can fit uh, the casket in like 20 floral arrangements apparently wow. you can get this custom made it um they could or can could or can could um Aww. and they also mention you can lease this out or you know <laughs> for other uses like weddings or you know basketball teams and like they're like don't worry the casket is separate why were these not more popular? I don't know. They're... Yeah, people were dying to get into them. <laughs> I like they that were... this Craigslist post has a screenshot of a text message to Airstream asking yes. how rare it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, hopefully I can, like, talk to this guy and talk to Airstream because I really want to find out more. Because it's just, like, like, they wanted to revolutionize, you know, the funeral industry by having something practical but i think the reason why hearses are so popular is that only the driver needs to be in the vehicle yeah and the dead body obviously. yeah yeah but uh, oh shit i forgot something (laughs) damn it but yeah so like they're just saying that this can cut down on traffic so the funeral professions just processions sorry Um, i like the profession (laughs) (laughs) funeral Um, is my profession thank you very much right but they can just the whole family, yeah. only fourteen people. So why, well, yeah? So you but, can't celebrate yeah. my death if you're number fifteen. Oh yeah, exactly. Drive so, yourself. Um, but yeah, it's like it's great from the church to the grave, and it's just. <laughs> I highly suggest we put this on the Motor Cult blog because reading through the the um, advertising material is hilarious. It's very. If this was 
reprinted today, I don't think anybody would take it seriously. Probably not. Because it's very 80s worded. Like Yeah, even the typography is very yeah. important. Um, they're right saying here. the uh, funeral homes, uh, the directors could use it for personal per- uh, um, uh, purposes, which... I was wondering what that would be. Necrophilia. <laughs> Necrophilia. <laughs> yeah. Embezzlement. Embezzlement. <laughs> yeah, so like, they're just like... Necrobezzlement. So they understand that not enough people are going to want it as like a funeral coach. But So they're really trying to sell the party bus, but they're like, also, you can fit a dead body in it. So it's just, I think this needs to be Motor, motor Cult's next vehicle. I, I, you want to think... No, Suzuki Kazashi yeah. uh, manual. Yeah. Um, why was one of these not used at Weekend at Bernie's? I don't know. Well, I like, think it's because there were so few made. I, that, w- that was the biggest marketing faux pas I've ever heard of in my life. They should have totally done that. That's like, that's what I was thinking. Like, like when pop, I first it's a movie about, I said, what about Weekend at Bernie's? It's, it, it's, it literally. Oh, wait, that's not right, yeah, is it? No, it's Breakfast at Tiffany's Dingus. I know. But anyway, no, it, it would have been like a perfect marketing stunt because that's about yeah. partying with a dead guy. Darn and you. what yeah. is this? This is for partying with dead guys. And, and like, also possibly a necrophilia. Uh, what was that word? Necrophilia? No, no, no. Oh, the one ne- next ne- with uh, uh, okay, what was that? Necrobesmolent? Ne- necrobezzling. <laughs> necrobezzling. <laughs> but you got to say besmolent, not yeah. bezolment. Besmolent. <laughs> necrobesmolent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like when I first saw this, I thought somebody had just created this, like. Th- their buddy died and they wanted to take him cross country and then seeing that it was a real thing i was like oh my god can we prop him up like a puppet right because like <laughs> i know my grandpa took like him and his buddy took another dead buddy around the- i'm sorry I hit my oh, microphone. okay uh-huh. um, took took their buddy like around the country and i i was like what the fuck did people do back then like they're they just like, like to party apparently they're just like oh yeah we're just gonna bring my it's the monster family mash across the the country let's let's just bring him like, so if you need to bring dead people is the uh, dead people country, cavern refrigerated i don't know i kind of doubt it if it was you could definitely bring him along i like yeah. to imagine the whole time you're driving it's like that six flags song yeah well i you would assume that it was it's probably cooler um but they're also already embalmed so they're they're meant to be out in the open at this point i guess or you can just have several cremated bodies there we go yeah this is this is what plays when you hear it coming is this this is <laughs> the guy from those six flags commercials this is the vehicle he's being driven to the funeral one when he finally dies. I'm just limiting these clips to nine seconds so we don't get flagged. <laughs> Good idea. This needs to be playing on a loop in that airstream. <laughs> As they're like dancing the dead body around. Yes. <laughs> so if you if you need if you need a party bus, and you know you you need to haul around dead bodies, uh, you can. Uh, it would be the ideal Halloween party bus. Exactly. For tonight, or not tonight. Yes, for tonight. For Because it's Halloween today. Yes, it's Halloween until Wednesday. Yes. And probably a few days after. If, if, but if today, today is celebrating Wednesday. Celebrating Day of the Dead. It is. You have yep. two more days. No, I mean, this episode goes live on Halloween. So I'm, I'm, I'm I know. You've got two more days. You've got Day of the Dead. It's two days. Halloween is not a single day. Well, no. Halloween is, but Halloween the, me- uh, the Mexican Day of the Dead, day of the dead, dead is, is two. two days. Well, I didn't know that. The first day I'm is... I've never seen Coco. What's wrong with you? 
The no, first you're days, uncultured. I know. The first day is for children, and then the second day is for everyone else. Is it All Hallows Eve? Uh, no, that's the day. That's the 31st. The first okay, good. Sorry. But I'm yeah, learning. So, to tour all of your <clears throat> Halloween parties and Day of the Dead rituals, or whatever. I, I'm not an expert on it. I just casually know some people who celebrate Day of the Dead. So, just, you know, or for next year. Well, I mean, the the guy is clearly a crack pipe because he's asking forty eight grand for this ancient airstream. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, you can get a really good van again. Like, probably the best van in the world is like a thirty thousand dollar vehicle. Yeah. Like, an R eighteen. And you for could something. definitely put a casket in that if you're motivated. Mm. Yeah, I just I don't know. I th- I think if this is in good of condition as he says it's in, like forty eight would might be worth it. You know? Yeah, no, this is in this No, no, no. You're right. It's stupid, but at the same time. Who on earth would pay, you know, $30,000 for a Vanagon camper? We can get the Toyota version that's more reliable for less than half the price. There are a lot of really dumb people out there. Yeah, so this I, is I lo- think it's just, it's just one of those things we don't understand that part of the culture. Sorry, honey. Sorry. So this is located in Santa Cruz, so you can definitely... It, it's in a prime location to go all the way across the country. I have a friend that bought a 1983 non-funeral version of this, an Airstream. <laughs> <laughs> he and one of the people he went with had like the AAA premiere with RV coverage. They used every one of both of their toes to get it home. That's hilarious. Because it broke down that many times. So don't buy this. That's well, what I'm getting at. I mean, you can, but don't expect it to be reliable. What if Just the funeral version is better? If you're gonna buy, <laughs> if you're gonna buy this for forty-eight thousand dollars, make sure you have another hundred and twenty or so in the bank for repairs on the way home. <laughs> That's always tell people somebody useful motor call consumer yeah. advice. If you're going to buy an early '80s Airstream, just make sure you got at least 120 grand in the bank for repairs. Exactly. It's it, people buy Vanagons at work all the time, right? Say oh. that they want to, and they're going to drive it back. I'm like, well, how long do you have? They go, well, it's a two-day drive, so I'm going to take three days off in case something happens. I'm like, take take a take a month, and they're like, seriously? Like, yeah, t- seriously. Like, anything breaks on this, you're in the middle of nowhere. You'll be waiting a month for a part. Also. How much is this van? Ten grand. Well, the going price for these vans is closer to twenty, so you probably want to bring our thirty with you. Yep. Because <laughs> yep. you're gonna need it. It's, there's no such thing as a cheap van again. Yeah, there's nope. no such thing as a cheap van again. There are no cheap campers. <clears throat> All right. So, I mean, this thing looks pretty rad, but I don't think I'd want to own it. I think I would just for funsies. I mean, how else am I gonna carry around my specimen? Actually, for somebody like you, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's unorthodox, but good. You forget she's a archaeologist. I do not forget that actually. All right, I want to move on to my link then, which is I'm really excited about twenty five great hearses for your final ride. That's actually Mm. like a mediocre article, but it's got some cool stuff in it. Yeah. And like the that REO funeral hearse is pretty dope. I know. So that thing, that's got to be what, 1915, 1919? Yeah. Uh, maybe your early 20s. Early yeah. 20s? But uh, you're probably right. I mean, look at the size of the glass on it. Well, do you, see, do you notice how it's kind of almost. Is that curved? Yeah. Is it? N- no, no. That can't possibly be no, curved. No. Curved glass no didn't curve. come around yeah, until no. very recently. But anyway, yeah. So just picture like a, a Model A that's been completely encapsulated in like. Ionic columns. Well, it's not Model A. It's uh, I know, but I'm just telling people, like, picture it in your mind, like an early 1920s. Free war. It's it's like it's got 
fake little columns in it, and then it's got plate glass. So Those columns are like, structural. That is what they are structural. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a columns. 1921 Pope mobile. There you go. Yes. That's exactly what Boom. it looks like. But when Pope finally dies, <laughs> it's a double feature. Second one is a Jaguar X. Ugly continuing hearse. on. That is disgusting and horrible. I'm pretty needs to sure die. that never actually came to fruition. Thank God. I hope not. Uh, Venetian water hearse. So if you live in Venice, obviously no roads. You need it a looks boat. Like a, it looks like a woody boat from the 60s, painted blue with a pickup topper on the back. This is now boating cult. Boat cult? Boat cult. And this one is one of my favorites. Yes. And it's got the active headlights. It does, because it's a Euro car. Because it's not stupid and American. There's a bunch of renderings here. I don't even know if I want to cover like the motorcycle one. That one's clearly that not one's a thing. That one's dumb. I don't care. Yeah, but look at this. The hot rod yeah. hearse is kind of cool. Old school hot rod hearse. It's got the triple carbs up front. That's got, like, most definitely. Yeah, that's like just a tractor with a hearse on the end of it. Yeah, We're pretty really sure Jesus didn't there. build this hot rod. But rendering. <laughs> Barbie's Dream Hearse. I don't get this one at all. It's, a, it's just like a Cadillac hearse. They just hearse. slapped no, I, Barbie's Dream House on it. That's really stupid. And it's like being presented by like a goth lady. So what about this uh, this channeled purple GTO hearse? I'm pretty with the sure blown I've big seen block That's a it. Cadillac, only. Whatever. I don't know. I feel like I've seen this in oh. my life. Yeah, I think we have too, but I'm, I, don't, I don't. it doesn't do anything for me. That's cool. The coffin car. The coffin car. Yeah, it's a coffin with a small black Chevy in it. Yep. So That's we'll cool. The, do we just put a cinder block on the gas pedal and a, the dead body in the seat? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's how it works. That's how you die. Uh, and this one. Oh, yeah. The coach the hearse. hearse. It this looks... is, uh, I don't know how to describe that. It. It's, uh, it's the color of marble. That is. It looks like the, the magic pumpkin car from yes. uh, with yeah, Cinderella's says... uh, fairy godmother dies. So yeah. that'll be her final red. It's like that mixed with a zephyr. <laughs> I saw one of these. The pagoda. These are what Japanese hearses actually look like, just regularly. Oh my god! But, but not built on Lincoln's, I'm guessing. No, they're not built off Lincoln's. So I almost purchased one. It's based off a of Toyota Crown. That would have been cool. It was like and se- not at all aerodynamic. No, it was like seven thousand dollars. I thought that'd be a really hilarious drift car. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like the Driftalac, but even better. <laughs> yeah, it'd be really cool. That's I almost bought it. Like it's it's like right before I moved uh moved out of my parents' house. I saw it. I'm like, oh my god, I want that. The I will Argentina totally live with my parents till so I'm thirty to get that. Oh, I thought you were gonna back, live in the hearse. Can you scroll back better. up to the Argentinian hearse? This is what happened. This reminds me of the plague. Like this is what that's, I should probably really slow down. Rad, yeah. I don't think the stream is even caught up. There's mm-hmm. so much encoding happening. It's like an encoder overload. Consider turning down your video settings. Yeah, this, nah. this Argentinian hearse looks like Argentinian. A, it looks like a mushroom dome on top of like an old phaeton. All right, so if anybody's ever seen like uh, Eastern European Orthodox Church, you put one of those domes and you put that onto like a 1930s Mercedes double phaeton, and that's what you get. It's very cool. All right, continue on, Burger. Oh, sorry. Argentinian hearse, that's finally gone. Hearse camper, uh, yeah, it that one's do dumb. It's stupid. Triumph hearse. I mean, it's a sidecar that's got an abnormally large sidecar. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. It's that fine. bicycle's stupid. Yep. Cathedral hearse. I've this one's this one of my one. favorite. I think that was for. I think one of those was for sale on um, BAT a, nice, a few years ago. A nice combination of Art Deco yep. and Gothic. Yes. Yes. Very gothic. This is what I want my house to look like. But it, well, 
Good luck. I mean, you're going to have to fight modernist Jew. This it's going to be a weird combination. It's going to be like glass block windows what? shaped like that. Yeah. <laughs> glass bricks, windows like that. They'll, they'll be Lots like a tubular. No, seriously. It's going to be like, it's going to be, you know, pointy windows, gothic windows made out of glass block, painted white. Actually, what's going to do? It's going to probably just be that, but on the inside, it's going to have neon lights and like white carpeting all over it. Oh. There's yes. just going to be a so clear good. divide in between who decides what portion of our house. I think, yeah, each room is going to be like a very... It's going to be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> no reset it's gonna value. It's going to be awful. Handmade hearse looks a lot like the uh, Venetian... Or not the yeah. Venetian one, but... Uh, That's not even a hearse. That, that, one second. That's a backhoe with a, with a dead body in it. Yeah. That's all it is. JCB construction hearse? I agree. Hopefully they worked for a JCB or something. <laughs> Just some random man. Like, oh, you died on the job. We're going to bring him to the grave in one of Dra- his fires. Drag racing her. Scroll down. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, that. Whatever. It's a funny car. Who cares? I like that. I do, too. I don't know. It's not a real thing. Oh, what about God. the Gothic Estate hearse? I want oh, that. My. That <laughs> is so cool. That looks like a Fury Road prop car. Uh, or like Tim Burton's personal vehicle. It's at Burning Man. So is that. Oh, my goodness. That makes a lot more sense. You know what that looks like? I really like the aesthetic, actually. No, yeah. that, that house, it looks like Mord House, the house that Death Clock lives in in Medlocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> there is a, an adobe earthen house that was made in, like, the early 20s or something in Italy that looks a lot like this, too. Ooh. I wish I remembered more about my, uh... oh, wow. No, Fun- go away. Funker hearse? got like bat wings on it that's interesting they could have put the bat wings lower and then i would have maybe been nice anyway that's that's my crappy article i was just trying to play into the halloween thing yeah well with my halloween thing what is your halloween thing it's pre-war and not only is it pre-war it's pre-pre-war I'm glad that the nipple on the bell stuck down and didn't want <laughs> to be pressed again. Do it each time. <laughs> um, can you bring up for the viewers a picture yes. of the 1910 Graf and Stift double Phaeton car, a touring car? Boom. That car is the car that was driven by Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Um, who is def- Sounds like a charming fellow. In addition to being a fantastic Scottish uh, indie rock band, he also... Uh, he was also the catalyst for World War One. Um, funny enough, actually, I found out that the license plate on his car was A one 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 eight A. A one 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 eight A. Yeah. Now is you have that to, a palindrome. Well, Armistice Day is November eleventh, nineteen eighteen. That's when World War One ended. Clever. I. Okay, that's fine. It's so old. It's so pre-war. Yeah. But um, no, I thought this was uh, a very spooky car. The actual car is on display at Austria's <sighs> Herringeschlisken Museum. <laughs> what was that, Ryan? Sorry, I missed it. Herringeschlisken Museum. Can I? I'm gonna spell this for you. I don't think it was recording. You might want to just to make sure. I'm just gonna spell this for you. H. E E R E S G E S C H I C H T L I C H E S Glockenspiel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I was not I was not lying, Jan, try and, and pronounce that. 
There's too many letters. It's. I wish it was on the screen so I could give it a go, but Here, it's not. Here, type this out. This is one word. I'm not lying. Okay. All right. H-E-E-R-E-S-G-E-S-C-H-I-C-H-T-L-I-C-H-E-S. Yeah, there, right there. Right there. It came up. Herrschgeschlechtes? Yeah, Herrschgeschlechtes. I'm going to type that into the Googles, the gargler. <laughs> oh, okay. So it is a museum. It is a real museum. I want the Wikipedia so I can see the pronunciation key. I'd like to buy a vowel, please. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to buy 17 consonants. Yeah, that's, that's more <laughs> what the issue is. You have all the vowels. You have every single E ever oh, put oh, in oh. the writing. German Herrschgeschlechtes. Military Historic Institute. Oh, wow. 1869. It just sounds so angry. Uh, yeah, that, that's a great name. Directed for... by Christian Ortner. Yes. All right. So, uh, apparently, the actual um, graph and stiff double phaeton that was uh, driven by... Uh, I like how they called it a double phaeton. Like, it's not a phaeton. It's a double phaeton. It is a double phaeton. There's actually yeah, a difference. I got a triple. Two. You're not guy. You're double guy, mate. <laughs> Do you know the difference between a phaeton and a double phaeton? I do not, Ryan. So a double, a single phaeton is a convertible top with one windshield. A double phaeton is a single long convertible top with two windshields. Like a split center windshield, or like like it, the there should be a center like wind. A there's gonna be yeah, you can have a second windshield that goes behind where that driver's seat is. I don't like old cars. Uh, oh, okay. So anyway, um. No, this is the car. Is actually the actual one is driven by the um, the chauffeur for Franz Ferdinand, and uh, no, it's actually a very uh, of the era car. It really it, there's a p- reason you don't see these around anymore. They did nothing special. It was eight liters and thirty five horsepower, pretty you know par for the course for nineteen ten. So it was like a nineteen ten version of like. A Mercedes C Class, I guess. Which it seems like a weird car for like one one of the most pivotal events of World War of the twentieth century to ever happen in, because it's just such a boring whatever car. There, there are probably worse choices available. Yeah, yeah it just it, it doesn't seem like much of a statesman car. Like it just wasn't that special. I just want to know how this thing is spooky. Well, yeah. that name is spooky. Also. <laughs> I think it's mostly that license plate that I thought was kind of spooky. And just uh, black, I never knew that. Black and that. white photos. Well, no. All right. So it, the actual, well, it's more the license plate of the actual car and that the, the actual car is there. And nobody ever talks about this car. And I've always wondered about it. And now I found out myself. Um, it, it's just telling Corey, it's kind of a boring car. It's not anything special. It was really, it was like. The, Did you, Ryan Sinetsky, just call a pre-war vehicle boring? Yeah. No, it's like the 1910 version of like. A first done motor called. Yeah, no, it's like a 1910 version of a Mercedes C-Class. Like, who cares? Is it rusty? Like now, a Mercedes C-Class? Yeah, probably. Okay, they didn't, cool. they didn't do any rust proofing on it. It's been restored three times. It's probably it's made out of wood. Garbage. No, it's made out of metal. Oh, okay. It actually still has bolt holes in it, even though they've restored it three times. <laughs> three times. <laughs> yeah, they restored it. It sat around for too long. <laughs> they tried to drive it, blew up the engine. 
restored it again. Same thing happened again. And then they finally said, all right, no more driving it. I do like how this image has like two blocked off rectangles. <laughs> yeah, that, that's for the number plate and the the brand. It's really weird. Because I'm looking at the another picture of it on my screen, like in color. Uh-huh. And like you can definitely see the number plate, which is A11118A. Which I wish I, it was an anagram for like I eight a four U two C. I don't I, know. I, I ate a sandwich and then shot the art the Archduke of Serbia. Then, and then, how long is this number plate? And then I jumped into a very shallow river and drowned myself in six inches of water. Happy Halloween. Gave it up and see. Spooky. Um, it wasn't that spooky. Sh- I just I used some cars and some Halloween cult Yes, classes? you should. I just wanted to talk about yes. that car because it gave me an excuse to talk about pre-war. Yeah, of course. Um, so <laughs> I had put them underneath the hearse. Um, the IMBD one is uh, for Beetlejuice. Okay. And it's a very classic 1977 uh, Volvo 245DL. God, that's an early one. And um, anyone Imagine the erection that Andrew Rossi has right now over oh, that car. Yeah. Uh, basically, the story of this car in the movie is that um, this couple it uh, drives off a bridge in it. On, on accident. On accident. Trying to avoid a dog. Yeah, they, they are avoiding... At least it didn't do a backflip. Yeah, and so, so this is the vehicle they died in before they were stuck what to haunt their own house. Um, which I, I I was very sad when I saw this plummet into a river. Yeah, Jan- Jana was actually that was the most horrified I've ever seen her during a yeah. Tim Burton movie. It was when that dog moved off that plank of wood and that car fell in the water. That's so clean. Yeah, yeah I know that's that was a horrible thing. I kind of want to get a yellow two forty five DL. Let's do it. Yeah, that that'll be that'll be my like, oh, child. Oh, there it is in the river. Yeah. Yep, that'll be my child hauling car. Would be a two forty five DL. Like that was a totally survivable car accident oh, totally. too. Totally, it would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. totally. Would have been, their I seats think were <laughs> buckled. I think that's the joke of it. Is like they would have been fine. They they told there's no reason they should have died. It was a freak accident. They died and everything was done incorrectly. That seems oh, like spoiler a, alert. I've never seen whatever this movie is. The Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. You've never seen Beetlejuice? No. Did they make it on oh, laser disc? Wait, wait. Yes. We can't say it so many times. Otherwise. Beetlejuice. 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 Yeah. See, nothing's happening. That we know of. Um, I think Corey's now a newt. I've never seen it. <laughs> Corey's too young for this. Yeah, this, this movie turned uh, 30 years old this year. That's older than me. Yeah. So this movie is 1988? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, oh, hey, you called for a dead guy! Oh, okay. E3 spark this. plugs? Um, yeah, so this is just a really shitty article, but it's the Munsters yeah, awesome. versus the Adams Family Packard. Okay. And was so that a Packard? Oh, wait, yeah. no, the Amsterdam had a Packard, yeah. Yeah. The, so. Yeah, the Monsters had a way spookier car. Yeah, I think I think the reason why the Adams family isn't, like, super spooky is that they're really just a basic family that's hella goth. Well, so. they also didn't have George Barris build them a custom yeah. hot rod, so... Yeah. So. Which was way cooler. So, Look yeah. how awesome that thing is. Engine, engine sticking out of the hood and everything. Driven by Frankenstein. They make a lion pushing. They do. Didn't know that. There's a lot more p- 
pushing. Should I just send you a picture I of every to, pushing I find? This is off topic. I went to It's Sugar the other day on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. And I asked him, like, oh, yeah, that's an exclusive for It's Sugar. Like, it's made by Gund, licensed, and only sold to the store It's Sugar. And they were out of them, obviously. Yeah. Like, I hope they get those back again for the holidays. I need to buy one, damn yeah, it. Yeah, you should request one. And be well, like, I don't know how to do that. Go to the store and the be dude, like, The dude, this was late. Like, there was like five minutes from close, and the oh. dude looked blazed. Okay, so I will go into so the store. So it could have just been totally wrong, too. Yeah. And been like, I'm requesting this. If you do, I will I absolutely buy one. I will pay for it. It's yeah. Not, I will. And we need a motor called Pusheen. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, I've already blown so much money on this podcast. What's a little more? Exactly. Perfect. Anyway, sorry. Back to the topic. But yeah, so, so the the Munster Coach definitely wins over. Yeah, the yeah, by far. That's actually probably the coolest Halloween car. Yeah, ever. it's got like curtains in it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like a well, seventies boogie van. I was trying to find some cars from you know the nineties Adams Family movie. Those are Duesenbergs. Um. Uh, no, no, they have Packards. Oh, do they? Okay. Um, but. They also had, uh, I looked briefly, they had a Messerschmitt in it. Mm. Uh, yes, yes, Cousin It drove a yeah. Messerschmitt. What kind of Messerschmitt? The, 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 the little guy? The, the, yeah, the, the, adorable. The, 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 the... It had a model number. 312 or whatever? I don't know. Something like that, yeah. I like love the this Messerschmitt. Is, this article is from E3 Sparkplugs, which is a terrible company. That's hilarious. Those are garbage sparkplugs. They are so bad. This is the worst sparkplugs ever. <laughs> I don't know. Bosch Platinum 4s are right up there. We should actually do an episode. Like, what, what is the worst spark plug? The, the Bosch Platinum 4s, so very bad. bad. Uh, and then the E3 is really bad. You know what? Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll do that we'll, as interesting. We'll do a segment or something. I'll yeah. do the interesting engineering today for the Bosch uh, Plus 4. Spork plugs. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if we'll have time for an interesting engineering today because the uh, recorder only has about 30 minutes left on it. Oh, I guess I can, we can... <laughs> we'll squeeze it in. This Maybe. has a one gigabyte SD card in it, and we use it for like seven or eight episodes, and then I have to clean it off, but I haven't done that yet. Yeah, we just wanted to get it done with. Uh, anyway, the uh, did you have any other spooky cars? Um, not that I could think of on such short notice. Did you, do you remember the episode of uh, Medlocklips or Murderface? Uh, it's his birthday, and so they buy him... Uh, John F. Kennedy's death, Lincoln, and then they. Burger, what are you doing? It's a Kennedy in a car. Ah, come on, camera. Focus. That, that's awful. Anyway, uh, do you remember episode Metalocalypse or yeah, Mur- Murphy's it's his birthday, yes. so they buy him uh John F. Kennedy's Lincoln, and they put Abraham did... Lincoln's uh the, the theater yeah, the, chair, the theater chair, and, and then. Uh, puts into a demolition derby with a bunch of other like famous cars. That's like to the death. <laughs> yeah, like to Elvis's the death. car was yeah. in there. Yeah, and... I, I think actually Archie Franz Ferdinand's graph. But anyway, um, I've been distracted by a cat. Don't worry, it's only seven minutes long. <laughs> we have thir- We have. All right, you want to talk about something else spooky? I do. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk about Mitsubishi's build quality. Ooh. Ooh. And also Tesla's build quality. Ooh. Who, okay, and in short, <laughs> whose build quality is spookier? <laughs> Spooky ghost. Ectoplasm. Um, so, okay, yeah. <laughs> These are two automakers not known for their build quality, we'll say. 
No, ne- never have and never will be. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, I mean, we've had stories of, like, the Tesla Model S A pillars not being fully made. The bumpers falling off of Model... Like, the paint model, failing yeah. in Model 3. Models 3, I think that's actually Yeah, right. mo- Model 3s and... Yeah. Okay, but, like, Mitsubishi... There was that one I told you about that Outlander that had the rust on it. It was like six months old and had like a volume knob that broke off. Yeah, so JD Power would frown upon both of these vehicles in quality. But like, who actually makes worse quality? A car that's going to fall apart like more over like, let's say, four or five years? (sighs) It's really hard to say. I think, um, I, I think Tesla. All their issues yeah. are initial issues, initial quality issues. Yeah, I think they're going to stay like that way forever. Like, it'll just be like, it, it's just like you get like your A-pillar cracks in half or something, and then that's the end of it. Yeah, like, oh, Everything it's still else cracked. is fine. Right. Except for that A-pillar, now you're never going to ever want to get into a car accident you're through your left front or whatever. Yeah, just strategically avoid it. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. in the back of your mind. It's fine. Exactly. Or as a Mitsubishi, I think, starts off maybe a little I, bit better. I, I think I think the Mitsubishi overall will age worse. The Tesla will start off worse, but age better. Okay. Whereas, yeah, it, it's, it's, I don't know, I guess it's kind of like getting, like, would you rather get a brick of crappy Cub Foods brand whatever cheese? Ooh. Or did you want to get a brick of like organic good cheese, but that organic good cheese doesn't have any preservatives and will begin molding in three days. How big is this brick of cheese? More than you're going to eat in a day. But you said three days is when it molds. So if I could eat it in three days, I guess, yeah, I guess. That's, then, yeah, I'm going to go with the the organic cheese. Then then you're going to go ahead and get the Mitsubishi then. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> Never mind. I want my Cub Foods block. I want my sharp cheddar. Uh, no, no. So I think um. No, the, the <clears throat> Mitsubishi. I'm I'm gonna have to say would probably be the worst one, just because you're gonna have like weird crap happen, like paint failure on brand new or on a brand new car on your Eclipse Cross. Yeah, or on your like your fifth gen Eclipse Balto, or on your like <laughs> 2008 Mitsubishi Galant that's still on a lot in 2010. <laughs> that that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. I bet you could still buy a brand new 08 Galant if you really tried. I, I, I'm confident. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy that bought one in 2010, brand new, when I worked at Mitsubishi. Like that was just ridiculous. Well, I mean, even Evo Tens when they were done with their run or whatever, like the last ones didn't get sold until two, three years after. Yeah, it's because they probably wanted like crazy amounts of money for them. Probably like the final edition or whatever they did. That's well, kind they, of a pet peeve. Like just well, just keep making the dang car. You know, the other thing is, I think like. With Mitsubishi, it's like they have like some parts I imagine are going to age very well, mm-hmm. but like the stuff around it's not going to age well. Yeah. So like I'm not sure if you've ever seen like a like a really old like the '90s Galants. And oh like, yeah. They they'll, don't, they'll they don't be, see many of them anymore. No, but you'll have like a perfect spoiler. All the paint on the spoiler will be perfect and everything, and the trunk lid around it will be made of rust and completely gone from the earth, and the spoiler's hanging on by like one bolt. Yeah. Like that's how they're gonna age. <laughs> you have one part that's like yeah. super nice, and everything else around it's gonna be horrible. I see a lot of, uh, I mean, in East St. Paul, I see a lot of like third gen Camrys like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything has been run into and just like <laughs> smashed, and then like the driver's front door is immaculate. Yeah, it's that one part just that's perfect. perfect. Like you could use this on a factory restoration car with no changes, and it would be perfect. <laughs> and the rest of it looks like it went through the Holocaust. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what they what, what Mitsubishi is going to age. And that's like. the thing. I mean, the Mitsubishi is just going to do that on its own. That's like it's like a it's like a scratch off. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> 
Your car's gonna end up perfect. Your car's gonna end up with a right. perfect passenger side mirror cap. So we're gonna conclusively say that Mitsubishi has I worse. I think I think quality. so. Okay. Because I well, I mean, how many people have you heard of with like Teslas like just having massive issues, actual, like, actually like failing? actual failures? Never. Even yeah. the flood cars that are rehabbed, they really don't have that kind of issues. Yeah. Whereas like Mitsubishi, it's like yeah, it's Mitsubishi's their volume knobs fall off while they have ten thousand miles on them and. They have they begin to rust their stainless steel bumper finishes at because it was like four oh nine stainless, which isn't actually not real stainless steel. Yeah, yeah. it's Hmm. there. There were some questionable things I was seeing. I was was, uh, working at Morris. We had somebody traded in a two thousand twelve, I think, Outback or Outlander. Yeah, two thousand twelve Outlander that was like rusting quite badly in the door like seals. On like the driver's side, like front and rear of that B pillar, they just like not paint it from the factory or what? Well, no, that's yeah, they don't. They oh. they primer and clear coat the stuff you don't see. What could go wrong? So I think that's why Mitsubishi is gonna, yeah, not be the uh, winner of that one. Congratulations, Mitsubishi, on losing the Halloween spooktacular quality <laughs> special of 2019 <laughs> or 2018, whatever. <laughs> Okay. All right. Patreon topic. Yes. I do want to work one in, even though it's not at all Halloween related. -related. Uh, But this one is, uh, what future or upcoming cars are you actually most excited about? Like, this can be concept. It can be things you've seen spy shots of. It can be, you know, marks that are potentially trying to re-enter the market of the United States. I think if Citroen, any of the French brands, want to come back to America. I was just about to say Citroen or Renault. Like, if they're about the C4 Cactus. Uh, Oh, yeah. I'd be about that. And I think... Um, what about the G80 M3 with the six-speed? Nope. <laughs> uh, that 2019 Corolla, still haven't seen one new. So. I, haven't, I haven't seen one in person yet. So that one I'm still waiting for. I'm excited. The best car for millennials. The best car, period. The Aventine. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, but they're I not th- bringing it back. That's just the car I, I want to import. I, I know, but I we, think, we have to wait well, for I th- it. All right, I so know. that is an upcoming car for us. That's true. To be excited about. So I'm going to say the Aventine. I'm pretty... Uh, I'm so excited for one of those to be in this garage. Yes, me too. I I like, be, you, you can put it right next to Jenna Jameson's Mercury. I moved it. Do you guys? Notice? I saw that. Yeah. It was really hard to get out of that because the scissor door only opens about halfway before it like touches the lift. Ooh. So like I I opened it as far as I could and then I just like and slithered to, out like, the side of it. You had to like hold it in place. <laughs> yeah. The probably the most dignified exit that's ever occurred from that car is the one I just did today. I don't know about that. It because sounded it, really good. Although it had, your exit or the car? Uh, both. <laughs> um, it had check engine light on, though. I got shocking. The code. Yeah, it hadn't before. <laughs> God, I hope that. It has a left and right check engine light. Really? <laughs> well, it's got two ECUs, yeah. right? It's got two. I don't think it does. I think they're cat ECUs. And oh, that's the car doesn't have cats, so that makes perfect sense. That makes sense. Wait, Jim Jameson took out her cats? I don't know who did the Fab Speed pipes. I, I really hope that's Jim Jameson. Me too. Really like if she, she went to Fab Speed and had cat bypasses done on that, that's pretty rad. I think we, we should invite her on the show and we talk probably about your car. Because, I mean, it's, it's here anyway. Her PR agent it, she must be just really cheap to book these days so. i would potentially pay her airfare to get her out yeah, here yeah i would i would be okay interviewing jenna jameson on this <laughs> that would be re- very interesting research i'm like oh yeah plot twist she's actually a really interesting person like <laughs> she might be I mean, I you know. never know it's like she gets here and she goes 
No, actually, I'm, I'm, I've been saying most of my time since I've retired, uh, actually studying uh, cultures in uh, I Southeast Asia. I do a lot of uh, instructing in car control clinics <laughs> yeah. for the local car, car clubs. I'm taking up archaeology in my spare time. Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I see. You do car control clinics and archaeology. Okay. I didn't realize you were actually uh, super smart. Hi. <laughs> yeah, she ends up being Jan's best friend. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Uh, um, oh man. So no, I think uh to give myself a little bit more of a challenge, I'm I'll, I guess I'll have to talk about new cars. Um I want to say hopefully by some miracle the Faraday future actually goes somewhere. It won't. I know it won't. That's already completely faded. But there's another where's I think it's Indian startup. I forget the name of it. Coworker sent me links on it and they're like apparently Tesla they just got like a Saudi they got like a fifteen billion dollar VC. What was the name of the guy at Volter named after like Hans Volter or something? Oh, I actually didn't hear the story on that. No, no, no. You know the term Volt was named after an Italian. Right. Uh, no, it was it, named it, after like the person who did. The, it, it was actually an Italian person. It, it, w- it would be Hans. I think it was like Emilio Volta or something. Yeah, maybe you'll name it after that. I just <laughs> like the fact that they're naming car companies after famous electricians. <laughs> like electricians or inventors of electricity. Tesla. I guess technically they'd be a Faraday. Yeah, like a Volt. Yeah, Volta. What's gonna be like it's like the the kilo kilo what? The mm-hmm. watts. <laughs> the watt. Ohm. It's the watt omega. That, that, that must be the Indian one, the ohm. Yeah. Um Wow, that's a that's, that's a terrible. hell of a thing. But I'm trying to think of other ones that could possibly be like really good names for car companies. I mean, oh man, all the all the important people are kind of taken. I think who was the actual Frenchman that just that invented the light bulb? I know Edison stole it, but there was a Frenchman that invented the light bulb. What was his name? I don't know, but Let's oh, Marconi at... would be another good name. Oh yeah, I mean, that would be a good a model name. That'd be a really good model name for a car. I'd even be Ferrari, okay with Tesla if you, took if that one. Ferrari makes an electric supercar called the Ferrari Marconi. I will take uh, copyright for that. You will take uh, royalties? <laughs> yeah, I'll take all the royalties. For that. I can't use my computer. His for name anything. was Delarue. Oh, D E L A R U E. That's such a fun car name. I drive yeah. a Delarue. Actually, that's not bad. Alessandro Volta. That's what I was thinking of. Alejandro. If I got this to start working again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pink laptop, it's back. Yeah, it's working again. Yeah. I'm just I'll watching a video of a cat This will last all 13 minutes until it crashes again. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so that's... Okay, concept cars. But let's say... Okay, so your Mazda 5 or my Fiat E. Mm-hmm. Those cars are going to be or have been superseded by new cars coming to market. What if you had to... Limit it to something in the same segment as your current vehicle. It, so, like, uh, a dude, current or upcoming minivan. They don't really exist. They're not making new ones, you know? Like, well, I know they're not making Mazda 5 manuals anymore. No, but I mean, like, minivans, like, there aren't any, like, upcoming minivans. because everyone's dumb and buying crossovers. Yeah. I like, think... I can't. I honestly, I was just talking to Ryan about this the other day. I cannot yeah. think of any cars that are coming out that I want to buy. Yeah, yeah. I've actually, I, same. I, I always premeditate these podcast notes like a, a lot. I usually look at them like Wednesday. Okay. And I was. Which is today. Yeah, which is today. And then we record on Saturdays. Um, 
Yeah, and I just could not come up with anything that I was like really interested in. Um, Even thinking of new cars that are for sale, all that I can think of Fiat is Fiat 124. Like, I'm interested yeah. in that. There's that Peugeot. What's that Peugeot? The 507 or whatever? The 705? I don't know. That Peugeot four-wheel drive electric uh, concept car. The semi-autonomous one. I don't remember. Yeah, we talked about it. I know we did, but like yeah. it's, it's a Peugeot. Remember. We don't yeah. get it here. So like yeah. my brain's just like, exactly. just shit this information out. Yeah. So like, I mean, practical ones. Like I really like the Subaru Forester Touring. Okay. And that's always been like, if I buy a new car like from the dealership it would be that because okay. the fiat i would just buy a used one of course you know so let's like, just say just the volkswagen xl1 is that that diesel three-cylinder I, like I, super I don't, arrow i don't know i went to top gear i saw the first thing that came up is like new so hmm. XL, okay. xl1 was the first thing i saw so sure i think I how know about what that, that one, one is i just i don't know it's i don't really care about a lot of for me these. it would just be a tesla model 3 mm. i hate to say it. it's kind of boring sounding but like i would i would definitely buy one i mean a lot of the cars coming out now are oh, boring the xl1 actually is not a new car sorry no, i think that was yeah it's almost 10 years ago for a concept but it was really cool the Peugeot 508 GT looks kind of cool. Was the XL1 the car oh, where they made like a super lightweight aero body car yeah, and they put the, the Polo Blue Motion three-cylinder diesel in it? Yeah, it made like 250 miles per gallon. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yep. That was super cool. I'm bummed they didn't bring that out. Although uh, it would have been part of Dieselgate. So it probably really all made would have been it buyback. It probably realistically made like 30 miles per gallon. And just lied about it. No, TDIs did really well. But after the software update after Dieselgate, they would do like 35. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, that's fair. Yeah, it's, there's not that much that's you know on the coming out. Uh, I I agree. I mean, we kind of talked about this with the uh, the sports sedans with the manual yeah. a couple weeks ago, where I talked like the G70 and like the ATS four cylinder. I'm like, those are kind of the only cars I would consider that are regular. Well, and the only cars that I can think of that I that are like new to market that I want aren't sold in America. Like right. the Zoe, the Zoe. Yeah. You know, like, just... There's always a little short range for the stuff you do, though. Yeah, but, you know, I would have to bring a bigger vehicle for that anyway. Right. But luckily, they rent that kind of stuff, so... Exactly. I may have to get back to you if I find something that sounds interesting. Okay. So, modern vehicles all suck. Yeah. I, really, they kind of do. Interesting. There's just not anything What about... Okay. I got, I got one for you. Maybe not necessarily something that we're going to buy, but did you guys see the, the McLaren... Speedtail? Oh. That one's cool. All right. That's actually pretty cool. Actually, come to think of it, that that is one I like. You know what that looks like? It looks like one of those old, like, uh, like, like, road, an, like LMGT yeah. road cars. Yep. And especially, like, the uh, those aero brake wheel covers or whatever oh, going on. Oh, God, I love those. It looks like the wheels on a 787B, the best I know. race car oh, of all man. time. Just a, yeah, that picture right there. I'm going to wait for encoding to catch up. That, that looks so cool. So, I mean, this thing has a lot of technical advancements, but, I mean, the thing I like about it is, like, all the current McLarens, like, you were talking about the 570s thick on the ground in Monterey. Yeah. This has some lunacy in it again, which yeah. is really nice. It's got that three abreast center driving position. This is what a McLaren should be. It's just ridiculous. Ridiculously not like... fast. I also love how they made it in, like, this ridiculous baby blue. Oh, yeah, like, no. It's, what the it, hell? It's 1992 mm. in, like, the biggest way possible. I know. I mean, the wheels look like a modern GT3 RS but everything else looks like it's have straight you, out of the early 90s. Have you looked into the uh, speed tail on the back of it, though? No. All right, so this is what's cool. It's got a active arrow. Sure, Spoiler. that makes sense, yeah. But it's one piece. It doesn't have a joint in it. It's flexible carbon fiber. 
That sounds ridiculous. So and, it's like the front ailerons on the 458? Yeah, and from, from what I understand, I think it actually happens passively at speed. Yeah, I could believe that. Yeah, I mean, so in, instead of having like motors... So the air and, pressure pushes it down further and further and further. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And okay. so and it creates downforce. That makes sense. I think that's super cool because the kind of the whole MO of the supercar... super light, too. Yeah, and the whole MO of supercars has been like add complexity, add weight, add power. Overcome with all everything can be overcome with more power. I do not think this car will age well. Well, no, it's a McLaren. It's an age like a, it's an age like milk. Milkshake, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be awful. It's gonna be it's gonna be the most boring car in the world in ten years. <laughs> I mean, nobody's <laughs> <laughs> gonna care. The most boring car in the world. Yeah, it's gonna be any McLaren. I was watching uh, Clarkson on a talk show in Britain. It was a really recent episode. He's like, "How did you ever develop that?" pentameter that pause I'm like well the, the thick of it was i'm a smoker so i can't say that many words in a row without a pause <laughs> so i just found a good spot to put it in it's like the most most interesting car in the world versus it's the most interesting car in the world <laughs> i'm just like that's pretty good um, he, also his teeth are disgusting okay, man clarkson's teeth are he's got an english smile what were you expecting yeah i know i know but uh, anyway speed tail sorry yeah, no, speeds, uh, that speed tail, I guess I would say, is actually the first McLaren since the 1990s that I've been excited about. Yeah, I mean, it's got a little more F1 in it than it does the modern cars, I guess, but not in style, just as far as, like, lunacy and crazy technology. Wait, what? Did you read the story? I didn't w read series, a new women-only race series for F1? What? No, I didn't oh, read yeah, that. What year better. is it? <laughs> what year is this? Can is we... it 1965 again? <laughs> I thought it was whites only F1. Jesus. Like, yeah. Can we have segregated? Seriously? Just all let right, all the so people on the same field. Women are just as good a driver as men. For women. Uh, whether it's Santa or women or woke, we're not sure. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it, oh, That's here, so it, patronizing. So, so uh, here, it, I'm offended. In the, <laughs> Jana's offended, everyone. It, it, the mad, so it's a bad idea. In the retro 60s Mad Men style, it is said that F1 is toying with the idea of having a separate section for colored folk and immigrants. Does it I made, say that? No, I made that <laughs> okay. up. Okay, I'm like... <laughs> that you is... said that so convincingly, I was like, oh my God. But that, that just goes to show, that's how ridiculous this sounds. Like, you don't think that that would be... Like, next thing, thing you know, women will have suffrage, you see? Like... <laughs> Sometimes I like ah. to say things like that, like just to point out how ridiculous something is. I'll we just... all thought it was legitimate. <laughs> yeah, you you couldn't tell if I was lying about that because the the headline that was a real headline from Top Gear that uh, is Mag... absolutely bonkers. It was published. That was published October tenth, two thousand eighteen, by Stephen Doble on TopGear.com, and it is a women's only race series. It is obviously not really going to be segregated. But no, I mean, like, what year is it right now? Like, how are they? Apparently, how, 1965. Who thought? Who like? There's nobody in that boardroom that said this is probably a bad idea. Like, are the cars gonna have like a smart, like, a larger steering wheel and less power, and then have like a door so you don't lift your skirt God, and like flash everybody when you get like, in? Like women's lacrosse, just a complete joke. Let's be like, there's gonna be no passing allowed. It's the WNBA. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> that oh is god. really dumb. I cannot believe that people are still doing that kind of stuff in this day and age. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh, screw F1. But yeah, so yeah, the McLaren Speedtail, back to that. Yeah. Um, At least it's, you, it's what I, a, you know what I like about it though? The wheel covers. 
Yes, but more importantly, the center seating. No, my, the engine. The, the most important the thing to me. Dynamics. It doesn't have a ridiculous wing on the rear. That's kind of nice. It just tapers off in the rear, yeah. like a car from like the '60s. That thing reminds me of the XL1, actually. It looks yeah, it does. super aerodynamic. It looks just like the SL1. And I just I think it's super cool. It doesn't have some ginormous wing on the back. And it's like I get that the also, wings what's do the, stuff. What's the port on the door? Look, 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 here. At, look at that photo. I don't know what that is. That's probably the door handle. That far up? Sure. Are they scissor doors? Uh, also, yeah. can we mention the fact that it's got like the old DeLorean Countach SVX style partial windows? Yes, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> this they, is 2018. It's a concept car, and they I still have this. 1980s window no, that, technology. The, I don't understand. Like, this is why I like actually like this car. Like, this is all those weird little. I know those it, weird it's little so... aesthetic touches. I've been saying that they should bring back. They actually did it. I feel like this so car. Cool. In concept form, started development in McLaren in the 80s, and the people have been picking it up and like modifying it in the last 30 years, and they're finally just making it. Or you know what? what? I like this idea even better. There's a disgruntled McLaren engineer that I've seen comments on the internet saying, bring back cars from the 80s. Bring back this. Bring back that. He goes, all right, you want that? I'll give you everything you ever wanted. Lack of arrow. You have ridiculous windows. You have all this. You have arrow discs in the front only. And then people are like... Yeah, yeah, that's actually really cool. Thank that's you. Th- exactly what I was asking for. Can we make this a normal car now? Like, no. Can can, can I make this like a eighty nine horsepower like subcompact hatchback? Like, uh, I would like that. The audio package. If comes you with cover, like a set player. If you cover up the bottom, <laughs> like beyond the the greenhouse, it looks like an XJ two twenty. So I think that's this what actually I like about did it. start production or sorry design stages in the early nineties or late. It looks 80s. just like an XJ two twenty. Yeah, I, I love that. It's like a um, uh, Nissan R390 XJ220 got together yeah. and then like and then somebody threw in a 787B front axle and they there. had like what was that Jaguar uh, like late 80s early 90s Le Mans uh, prototype car you know what I'm talking about yeah I know it was like equivalent to that and they had like that guy fo- like videotape uh, <laughs> the, the XJ220 and the R390 uh, road car having a baby and then that this is what came out oh my yeah it was a weird little like Devil's Triangle of that's an incredible of like night late nineteen eighties early nineties GT cars to make this fantastic automobile. The Devil's Triangle is in a is in a sex position, right? No, it's not. (laughs) I don't know what that is, and I'm proud of that. But anyway, sorry, I was reading a thing on (laughs) Janice's screen. (laughs) I don't don't even want to (laughs) know. No, no, no. Anyway, we've got like four minutes of record time left, so to be safe, we I should go- probably yeah, wrap well, it up pretty quick. I may just tell you real quick why a Bosch Plus 4 spark plug sucks. Oh, so, yes. The Bosch Plus 4 spark plug, if you've never seen it, is uh, like Bosch's, like in the 80s, it was like Bosch's best spark plug you could get. And the way they did is you had a hotter, you had more spark, and they added more spark by having additional leads on it. Yeah, bigger, so it, more and, grounds. Instead and, of one, and they had four. Yeah, they had four. Uh, well, they did two and they did three, and that was finally the four. I know. I remember the good, but, better, best graphics but, yeah, they sent exactly. off to parts department. So what they would do is those were great, and they actually did work better when they were brand new. But the second one of those grounds 
had any less resistance than all the other ones, it would just go to one single ground. Yep, and it would wear that one out. It'd wear that one out, and then it'd go to the next one, and then you eventually... They're super dumb. You would have really uneven spark. spark. gap was incredibly huge, so it overdrove factory coils and burnt the crap out of ignition coils. It was super bad. It was really bad. BMW used these as OEM plugs all the way through the 90s. Yes, they did. It's bad. It is a very I have removed... Thousands of these plus four spark plugs on misfiring cars, and I put it in a single platinum NGK, all as well. I remember when people like that, when I was working at AutoZone back in the day, I had people wanting oh, to buy these no. all the time, and I'm like, no, it's a bad idea. And they go, no, it's got more leads. I'm like, yeah, but then one lead loses resistance. Oh, it's the OE there. plug. I'm like, always make mistakes. Yeah, like trust me, like use this NGK. They're like, well, if, I, if it doesn't work well, I'm gonna return it. I'm like, okay, go for it. And I had one person return it ever, and that person. Uh, was returning it to go and like buy the exact same plug again, and it's some like weird fraud scheme. But anyway, <laughs> nobody ever was mad about that. Um, anyway, so yes, that's why the Bosch Four kind of, but doesn't kind of. It just totally sucks. They are the worst plugs. Yeah, they are. I mean, if they're worse are, than the E3 plugs. The only thing a Bosch Plus Four spark plug is used for is some like weird retro 1980s jewelry. Like, no, you if you're trying to make it, it, if you're trying to make it like a trophy. For like a Radwood event, that's what you use that for. Or uh, uh, I have some downstairs. CEC yeah. trophy. Yeah, you make an MNCC trophy. Go. Best 1980s. I was just car. gonna throw them at windows and shatter them, but okay, well, that works that's too. fine. That works. All right. On that bombshell, uh, Burger's gonna vandalize most of St. Paul with his <laughs> Bosch I've got Plus Four. So many Bosch Four Pluses, I can go vandalize car. With yes. Me. Yeah. You should. Everybody <laughs> should cover everything they own in chicken wire to stop it from breaking their windows. Good luck. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening to our rambling Halloween special. Yep. Happy oh. Halloween, everyone. Ooh. Jan, do you have anything special? Does Mothman want to say bye? You have yeah, Mothman. Mothman. Have Mothman wave at the camera. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Oh, God.